This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The polls are off and running. And Dan and Jason Bernstein are here to keep you up to date with the stampede. You're listening to Organizations Win Championships. Welcome to the Organizations Win Championships podcast, episode 31. I'm Dan Bernstein, along with Jason Bernstein and our producer, James Jackson. And since we last left you, a lot is going on with the Bulls. We have a lot to cover. But before we get to the Bulls, let's talk about the real news. Coach got a chip. Uh, uh, Yay. Coach Coach Jason got his first sports championship as a coach. Yeah, Coach Jason got his first sports championship as a coach. Nice one there. Well, I'm saying you've ha- you've gotten sports championships, but as you a said Coach player. Jason. I, well, I was referring to you as Coach Jason, as 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 a hockey player, as a baseball player. You've won conference titles. You've held a lot of trophies. But that's okay. as, prou- as proud as I've seen you with the eight year olds winning in triple overtime the basketball title. What was the final score? Ten to eight. That there was you a, go. That was a that was a fun game. That was run really up fun. the score on him, Coach. Ten yep. to eight. Yep. And all I'll say is it is nice. To know that a player on your team is the cousin of a current Chicago Bull, it's it helps when he's the <laughs> one who <laughs> when he's the one who scores all ten points and seals it with a sudden death free throw that is nothing but the bottom of the net. Um, yeah. Pretty nice to have that. Everybody played a part, but it Amen. It, it, it helps. It does help a, a little bit. Hey, Talk, if if yeah. Phil could have Mike and Kobe. You're you're allowed yours, you know, because okay. it would think about the alternative. Had you lost, had you been the coach, you were the sixth seed, but five, you, five, we were the fifth seed. seed out of six. I don't know why it was bogus. Bad seeding is what that is. But yes, had, had you been the coach who had lost the eight year old, what do they call the NBA junior championship? Something like that. If you'd or, been yeah. the coach who had lost when having the kid with the NBA bloodlines, then you would have never lived it down. So anyway, the the big news since we last left, the biggest story is three years. $60 million for Nikola Vucevic to remain a Chicago Bull. And in and of itself, it just without other context, it's not a bad contract. Yeah. I mean, if Dylan Brooks is making $20 million a year, you can't look at that and say Vooch is less valuable than he if, is. If, if, or, Nas or Reed, even if not significantly more valuable. Sure. Nas um, Reed as, was three as, for 42. And as much as we don't like Vooch's defense and we don't like the fact that he can't jump, he's still a good basketball player. Yes. And his game doesn't need – because it's not so explosive, I think he'll age okay. Not quite like Jokic, but I think he'll age just fine. I do think there will be some sort of drop-off in production, Mm -hmm. but 
I'm not I'm not too worried about it. The fact that it's fully guaranteed is a little annoying, but it it would it would almost be difficult to not re-sign them because they made that trade. Like you put yourselves in that position right. where you need to buy into it, and so they almost you it would almost look like they were completely giving up on that trade, which. I would have been okay with them doing if they let Vooch walk, but I don't think for their own pride, they want to say they lost that trade. So they'll, uh, they'll keep Vooch around for a few more years. Not only did they not say they lost it. AK said, I think that worked out well for us. <laughs> he, he said it. So yeah, he's, he's doubling down on whatever his vision is for this team. And I think we have to be careful. Like it's too easy for us. And if, if you're a longtime listener of this podcast, you know that we tend to to drift into cold fatalism when it comes more, to more goals. so. Uh, recently, it's been me. Yeah, you, you, I've been I've been just a wreck when it comes to my uh, Bulls future thoughts. It's it hasn't been pretty. It just, no, but, it all le- every every single time I just circle around and then I just say I just go back to they suck or the uh the coin term they kind of ass or the they ass i haven't said that in a while but... no because they haven't been playing we're not we're not Correct. like immediately Correct. after a game so right. that's usually where that comes like when out. they but... lose to the wizards in overtime but but the oh, God, uh, what i can do is oh yeah what oh yeah what, what i i can try to divorce some of the big picture stuff like i it's clear that until one of their core is traded or somehow moves on that this is what we have. And I want to look at some of these off season grades as things that I have to just be mindful of context, but I would say this, and I want to revisit something that we looked at on, on this podcast when we were discussing at the trade deadline, what they were going to do with Vooch. And if you remember, we were looking at how sustainable his numbers are last year. He averaged close to 18 and 11. He was 17.6 and 11 rebounds. It's really not bad. It's really good. It's really good. But he's going to be 33. And we're he owed. The, he, well, not he yet. Owed. Well, uh, getting there. Remember the list that Jeff Fairer put together for us, who uh, friend, oh. of the, friend of the pod. So here, this if, remember well, this. Re- reread it. I'm I, gonna re- I, it. I remember it, but I don't remember it. It's worth rereading. The players in NBA history to average 18 and 10 at age 33 or older. Okay. Mm-hmm. In the history of the league. Yeah. 18 and 10 at age 33 or older. It's been done 21 times. The list of those who've done it is as follows. Robert Parrish, Akeem Olajuwon, Moses Malone, Carl Malone, Elvin Hayes twice, Artis Gilmore twice. Pau Gasol, Patrick Ewing twice, Dave DeBusher, Wilt Chamberlain twice, Elgin Baylor three times, Charles Barkley, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Not bad. What do all of those players have in common? I think we go with the old uh, HOF on that one. Now that Pau Gasol has been enshrined since we last looked at that list, all of those players are Hall of Famers. Bulls Bulls legend Pau Gasol, actually. Bulls well, Bulls legend, legend Robert Parrish. Yeah. If we're doing that, Artis Gilmore, Robert Parrish. So there's no, but a... Bulls legend, meaning he was only here for a couple of years at the end of yes. his career and left. Like Ken Griffey Jr. would be a White Sox legend, you know? Yeah, Bulls That's had a lot of those. Yeah. 
James Edwards, John Sally, John Starks, all Michael Carter Williams. Yes, (laughs) don't. But so so in and of itself, it's not that Vooch isn't worth that money or that average annual value. It is the commitment to whatever they're doing, which we still don't quite understand. Well, I think that would that's kind of why they signed Javon Carter, which we'll get into. Mm hmm because he's a guard that can really defend pick and roll, especially with an unathletic center. You need your guards to be really fierce and with no rim protection, annoying. Exactly. So and that's what Caruso is. And I think that's why they signed Javon Carter. So, and well, let, let's get yeah, into that. Then. Let's get, let's yeah. get into the two signings. As of today, the two signings well, have Kobe been Kobe White too. We haven't even. Kobe, Kobe, well, that's part of this. Okay, because, go ahead. Because yeah. you've got to decide who your starting point guard is as of right now. Yeah, you got three. You have three options. Well, I don't think they think Caruso is a starter, but let's just okay. mention. So J- Javon Carter, 27 years old, from Chicago, is a sort of a self-made tough player who can, who's a 3 and D point guard. I wanted him. They got him. I wish I could like it more because I wish I could like the whole bigger picture. And then Tory Craig today, most Another recently with the Phoenix Suns. He's 32. He's six seven. I think he had an outlier shooting year last year. It was around 39% career. Maybe he took fewer shots or maybe he took more shots. I, I don't know. But it, it I don't think it could be any worse than the Bulls three-point shooting, right? Than it was no. last season is what well, I mean. Exactly. There's no real downside to that signing. We don't know the money yet, but two years for him. So, Yeah. I think both very solid. I do think that there's a possibility that it could spell the end of your guy, Javante Green. But, <laughs> but who knows? I know. I'm going to be so sad if Javante Green is not a Chicago Bull next season. I think I would probably have to buy a jersey of wherever he goes. Maybe I'll have to get a Celtics one and then, or, or I should get his, you know, Italy Pro League jersey, then a Celtics, then a Bulls, which I already have, and then a. If he leaves, if he leaves, and then a whatever. Right? I, you should so, commit to getting every Javante Green jersey. Yes, by the I end mean, of his career, that could be a lot, though. If this, they've got a fascinating decision now. What's going on at the guard position? Because as I mentioned, I I don't think they view Alex Caruso as a true point. And we know that Kobe White hasn't proven he is one yet. And maybe Correct. maybe they're going to invest in the chance that he is. I'm not sure what's happening with IO other than possible sign and trade, uh, still a possible extension, or as a restricted free agent, they let him go find a deal and say, Hey man, if we got, we're going to match something and we've got bird rights to be able to match it. You want to go get paid, then we'll make a decision, go see what you can get. And I don't know what kind of interest there is for in IO right now. I was thinking about this the other day. They signed two guards and they have another guard that they were looking. If the only way they would trade him is if they got two first round picks for him when they were rumored to have been offered one and didn't take the trade for Caruso, which I still think is the was the wrong decision. So you have three guards that are already competing for playing time and two of which, as you said, starting minutes. So it's really hard to see where Iowa would fit in, especially when 
at this point in his career, he kind of is a, you know, 20 minutes a game guy. Well, I, I also he's earned that you know, on a, on a, on a decent team. Right. I think when used properly and if there is enough shooting on the floor that he isn't the guy, because exactly. he's going to be the guy they leave open every time. And, and it, it, at least these signings make sense. They tell me that they're aware that they need shooting and defense. And I think you made the point earlier that the perimeter defense matters more because they still haven't protected the basket. I, I don't even know who's left in free agency when it comes to athletic cheap big men i really don't know and i hate it well Are drummond looking- opting in tied their hands his decision I love drummond, but it's just he, he, <laughs> i hate below the rim unless you can shoot the crap out of the ball i hate below the rim and vooch i'll give him the pass he shot all right but drummond can't shoot, can't make his free throws, can't dunk. And he can get rebounds, but he can't do enough for me. I love him, though, but he just, he can't. Yeah. Ugh. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The way they're designed, it would be great if they could find some inexpensive rim protection to fill out the roster. I doubt that they will. So perimeter D matters. I also keep thinking that, and I, I'm, I'm not going to stop with my, with my North Star on this to orient my ship of my bull's thinking. That all of this, you can see it working if they get rid of DeMar. You can see it working. Because the last thing I want, if, if they are going to go with Kobe White, and that's sort of an easy decision, because if, if, if Kobe isn't ready after 25 games, Javon Carter could be a starting point guard and can get you into your stuff and be fine. Right. So, so you can do that. You can experiment a little bit early on if you like. The last thing I want Kobe White worried about as he's developing as a point guard and developing his senses for decision-making is having him concerned about whose turn it is. I want him running what they want to run to get the best possible shot on that trip without mm-hmm. thinking of it. Does DeMar need to get it and slow it down now? Do we need to get, is he going to be calling for it? Cause he's got a matchup to go do his one-on-one stuff. I don't want Kobe White's development hampered by a concern about egos. Just if- like, who do you think? Patrick Williams. Like mm. it, I, it's just, there were so many times last season where Patrick Williams was wide open. Granted, I think he should have cut to the basket more and dunked on people. However, he's a good three point shooter and he was wide open in the corner and DeMar is on the wing 
Patrick's guy comes in, doubles DeMar. No, I'm just going to try to split the double and draw foul. Instead of, you know what, let's kick it to the to the young guy and have him take an open corner three, a.k.a. the best shot in basketball for a guy who makes it 40% of the time. Who had, what, wasn't it like the number one home three-point shooting percentage in the Eastern Conference out of any player? It was up there. Something like that. Wasn't it like 54%? It's just he was significantly better at home, but still, even if he wasn't at home, I'll take 37 or whatever it was. He shot like 41%. And one name we didn't mention when it comes to the guard rotation Carly Jones. And this is a spoiler alert when we look later at the summer league roster that just came out. He he's not on the summer league roster. So, does that mean he's like locked and loaded? set on the roster it could i i guess but i think we all know that io is a better player than carly jones of course he is but carly jones in my opinion is more entertaining <laughs> well he is in the g league it wasn't yeah but but he's he's short and athletic and strong and he makes passes while lying on his back after getting a steal and he tries to dunk on everybody and he's fun yeah he's fun there's, there's no question he's you fun know. I mean, it's not great, but he's fun. He's above the rim, though. So yeah, for a guy who's six feet tall, right? I mean, he and he's, he's relentless. He attacks. It'll be interesting to see if if he has another step to take. I'm not sure he does. I think we've we've seen a lot of development from him, but there there are a couple intriguing names on that summer league team. So I would just say my feelings about the off season so far, so far so good, but it could all really work if you get the 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 heavy DeMar restrictor played off this engine. Right. However, I'm going to ask you this. Say they do get rid of DeMar, right? Get okay. whatever back. And probably won't be too much because I don't think his value is that high. But they got to match salary. Uh, w- w- you know what I mean? Just say yeah. they get rid of him. What's the end goal this season? What what, what happens? Well, I think you, you could still be a... a Eastern Conference five or six seed at that point, if if guys stay healthy and you're able to do the one get swept by you know Boston or Milwaukee or something, yeah, or pr- probably, probably, Philly. but 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 what my point is, regardless of the outcome, like they're not a championship team, they're not a contender even with that. Mm-hmm. But regardless of the outcome, my point is, they say they want to do the modern NBA stuff, which is use Vooch's inside outside ability use the the preternatural quickness that that Zach Levine still has to create the best possible shot on the floor of your five and find find threes find more threes play big boy basketball i still can't envision it as long as demar is out there what if he they traded levine what if they traded levine I, that would depend on the return but but it doesn't I, I i it doesn't i i'd rather keep levine i still think he's got something left to prove as much as I've said and we've said for years, Zach Levine has so much potential, and he's twenty-eight. I, I mean, know, I, but I don't. I don't trust that his decision making is going to improve. However, I don't mind seeing what he could do as the main guy when he is surrounded by non-Jim Boylanated pieces of poo. Who's back, by the way? Oh yeah! Congratulations to the Indiana Pacers. They have named Jim Boylan to their full-time bench as an assistant coach. So I can tell you with 100% certainty, the Indiana Pacers have made themselves significantly dumber. Well, Jim Boylan is 
not still fired. <laughs> well, he's still fired by the Bulls. By the Bulls. So we can still celebrate the fact that the Bulls still fired him. And we can celebrate God, the fact that the Indy... I don't know. What are they doing? I don't know. Because somebody said, they sat in a meeting and the Pacers said... Avoid. <laughs> the Pacers said, how can we make ourselves dumber? What, how can we make sure that everything we do is somehow dumber? Let's hire Jim Boylan. That'll do it. So just, con- they make a great trade. They give up two second round picks to get Obi Toppin, who I think still think could be a great player. They signed Bruce Brown for a two-year yeah. 40, $45 million. Good signing. Woo! Good signing. It's a lot of money, but Bruce Brown's a really good player. And But you make yourself so much better, and you hire Jim Boylan. I don't, I, I don't care know. if he's an assistant or not. Just <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. He's got the Jedi mind trick. He, he's I don't know how he keeps getting jobs, but he does. And all the players hate him too, because he's 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 apparently if you if you read that story in the Athletic, he's he's kind of a, a MAGA asshead. And and in the NBA, that's a MAGA <laughs> asshead. Nice. I mean, he is. He, and yeah, he's that's, in, that's great. And yeah, he's the way you're in the NBA. Exactly. Uh, it's uh, the uh, most progressive. Oh my god! I don't league. know what it, it's, yeah. it's. It's insane. So the if the Bulls want to pursue MAGA asshead, he is. <laughs> if they want to pursue more help they may be able to have a little bit more room that that sounds perhaps better than what it is because the other news this week as you first heard on the organizations win championships podcast oh, okay that the yeah that the bulls are in portuguese the, right especially if you're in brazil the, <laughs> the the bulls are operating under the assumption that it's unlikely that lonzo ball ever plays again and that was uh, underscored by their application for the NBA's disabled player exception for this season. It means he's definitely not going to play this year. And if the league agrees, the Bulls get $10.2 million. And that would not mean that much. It would mean they can use it the offseason and the regular season to sign or trade or claim a player off waivers only if that player is in the last year of his contract or signed to a one-year deal. So it's not much. It's not nothing. So the right. money they've got left, they gave about half of the mid-level to Carter. So they've got about $6 million to play with there and the $4.5 million biannual exception and some veteran exceptions. But you can't combine the remaining dollars of the remaining mid-level and the biannual those stand alone. So it has to be separate, but just, I was just going to say, um, it kind of sucks that I, as much as I said, he was a system fit. When I look at that Dante DiVincenzo contract with the Knicks, what was it like four years? Was it 50 or 60? I don't have in front of me. It wasn't a lot of money. And, I kind of would have, I mean, we're going to have to call them the New York Wildcats at this point with Brunson, Hart, and DiVincenzo. But I I like that team. Although Thibodeau is going to be Thibodeau and they'll play great for 50 games and then, you know, just yeah, they haven't it, quit on him yet, though. They're, they're, they're still, I, he, he, but Julius Rand, Julius Randall is so on and off. And, but I like that DiVincenzo signing for them. So, well, I just, I, I just, it's just like, ugh. if I, if you were to ask me, would you rather have Tory Craig or Dante DiVincenzo with that? And I don't know how much Craig is making, but for 
15 million or whatever. I think Craig year. is significantly cheaper. Yeah, obviously, but 15 million for a guy like DiVincenzo is not a lot of money. Oh, that's right. So that's the Craig money is probably the rest of the. I didn't factor that in today. I didn't update it for today. So yeah, that's probably, probably what the, like three or four million per. Yeah, you know, I haven't even seen it yet. I don't. I don't know if that is the biannual or the mid-level, depending. It doesn't really make a, a bit of difference because it just means they have whatever chunk of money left over to find somebody. But the, I, I think the decision on Lonzo was made to allow him the carrot to possibly return to say, hey, we're gonna we'll we'll punt on this year. And even though they don't think he's going to play again, they could have done the what wave and stretch, but then he's done forever as a bull. And I, I think they want to give him something to rehab for, which is just the way they operate. And it's good business and it's, it's nice. And Jerry Reinsdorf did the same thing when Jay Williams almost killed himself on a motorcycle and everybody knew he wasn't going to play again because his body had to be rebuilt, but they, they paid him and they gave him every chance to come back. So it is, this is on brand for a Reinsdorf owned team to allow a, an injured player this opportunity. So that, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. It, again, it, it, it sucks for everybody. Indeed. It's, it's, it's too bad. Yeah. So shall we look at the summer league roster? Your sure. favorite thing in the world. Yes. Bum fest. Yes. You love seeing, players who may never play in the NBA run around. And sometimes there are intriguing names, sometimes not so much. So I'm going okay, to go. All right. You want the, you want the, the full roster? Just, yeah. And, and just Top the bottom. So have you seen it yet? I think I saw it, but I didn't really see it. I didn't read it. I, the, I think the only thing I remember is Javon Freeman Liberty, but that I expected. So. Okay, here you go. So they have a guard Tyree Appleby. Oh, Florida, Florida University, Wake Forest. Yep. Um, ugh, Wake Forest. Um, <laughs> sorry, that's an inside joke there. But uh, yeah, I liked him in college. Okay. He was really good at Florida. There is Ben Coupet Jr., 6'7 forward, Southern Illinois. 6'6 guard Nate Darling. Last oh, week. he was on the Clippers G League yes. team. He's a shooter. Ontario Clippers. Why do I know these people? I'm so lame. This is why we do this. Uh, it's good. What? To just make people realize how weird I am with knowing who everybody is? 5'10 guard Yago Dos Santos. Well, uh, there it goes. I'm not a nerd anymore. I have never heard of that guy. Is Yago Dos Argentina? Santos. He's from Brazil. Okay, and he close. played last year in the German league with Ratio Farm Ulm. <laughs> Why'd you say you, the last you, bit like that? Because it's Ulm. <laughs> Your guy is on the team. Henry Drell. Henry Drell. Love Henry Drell. 6'9", 215. Estonia. You yeah. love him. Windy City Bull. Javon Freeman, Liberty. Yep. Love the body, I think, if the, if the game uh, came uh, along. Oh, no. He's he, he's built great. Uh, DePaul player. Justin Lewis. Mm-hmm. Marquette. He was on a drafted guy last year towards ACL. So Okay. So he's back. Daniel Oturu. Oturu. Who we G know, yeah, Minnesota, right? The the second round draft pick that the Bulls had this year, Julian Phillips, will I'm be on the summer league team. I, I'm I'm a little bit intrigued by him just because he's okay. athletic. You know that that that's somebody I'd look for. Center Jonte Porter. Uh isn't that Michael Porter Jr.'s 
brother? Missouri. 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 Okay. Why do I know this? 6 11, 244. <sighs> with the Wisconsin Herd G League team last he year. Tell his brother to pass the ball and make more <laughs> shots. My God, was he awful. He's never he's never passing the ball. Oi. Adama Sonogo. Oh, yeah, UConn. Yep. 2023 March Madness Most Outstanding Player. Well, he's got that going for him, but not much else. He's like a little bit smaller and a little bit quicker than Kofi Coburn, but kind of just as bad. Eh, No, he's not as bad. Kofi Coburn was bad. Strong, thick dude. Yeah. Do you know Will Yoakum? No. 6'5", 190. Y-O-A-K-U-M. No. Nova Southeastern is no who clue. he played for. I don't know what that is. And then Dalen Terry. Dalen so, Terry! Dalen Terry is going to be out there. Okay. Right. Yeah. That, so this is, yeah. I think they really want to see Dalen Terry and Julian Phillips kind of, maybe Justin Lewis a little bit, just because he was undrafted last year. They had high yeah. hopes for him. So just those three guys kind of screw around and see what happens, get better. Interestingly, like I mentioned, there's no Simonovich on this team. Because he's bad. Yes, I know. I know why. He's bad. (laughs) I'm keenly aware of that. And no Carleek Jones. So he'll Uh, he'll remain. I'm just selfishly, I'm upset because I just wanted to see him run around in the Summer League. Because this dude watches Summer League ball. Well, like not actively, but if yeah, it's on, I'll watch yeah, it. I, uh-huh. I, 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 I watched the uh, G League Winners Showcase Championship with the Winnie City Bulls. I know you did. Because yeah. you, you, nobody loves bum ball more than you do. Come on. Then, you were the one who wanted to cover a G League game with me. So I, I know. I, it. Look, I'm the one who worked in minor league basketball for years. So exactly. It, 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 Mr. A, Rockford Lightning of the CBA. Hey, the Chicago Rockers of the CBA, the Raleigh Bullfrogs of the G. Are you kidding? You, you, don't, you don't think I know Nerd. bums? I lived, I roomed with half those guys. Every, right. every every big white dope in the league at some point was assigned to be my roommate. Yeah. Between right. Les Jepsen and Brett Zabo and Marty Conlon and everybody else, Todd Munt. Oh God! I oh, what a name, Todd Munt. Don't don't mess that last name up. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be. Yeah, that, <laughs> as, as Jonathan Winters would say, that's a name you don't fool around with. Yeah, he was bad, but he had ter- tremendous skill, horrible practice habits, and was kind of a bitch. At one Eddie point, Curry? No, no, no. He, he was just like he backtalked the coach all the time. Oh, <laughs> so he's, time, just like, he's just like my campers. Okay. The only time I've seen a coach actually send somebody home from practice. Wow. Kicked him out of the gym. Hmm. Sent him home. Get out of here, Todd. Well, what do you mean, get out of here? Where am I supposed to go? Go back to the hotel. So, and then, and then they traded him to... North Fargo? Yeah, I think he traded him to Fargo. I don't know where he ended up. He's probably, he's doing finance at a car dealership somewhere would be my bet. So it is time now for the OWC College Showdown, where I come up with three current NBA players and ask this doofus where they went to college. And as you can see from the summer league knowledge, he tends to know where they went. And I don't. And watch me go 0 for 3. No, you won't. You won't. Okay. You won't with this. Group. Are you going first? Uh, and Jason asked me vintage NBA players to see if I can remember where they went to college. So for me, he, basically, it's, a, it's he a, is now fifty four right, and it, he's it, old. It's it's it, for me. It functions as a cognitive exam, is what it is. <laughs> 
so I'm like, I'm like Trump. It's like, well, they asked me, is over there, was it elephant? Is it, is it left? Is it right? I did very well. I'm a, I'm a genius. Uh, okay, so we'll start. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a stable genius. We, we, we will <laughs> not start. really. No, I'm extremely unstable. Um, I'm sp- with you there. Spurs forward, Sandro Mamukalishvili. Oh, yeah, former Bucks guy. I don't know where he went to college. I really? Know, Nebraska? I don't know. Seton Hall. Okay, yeah, no. For Sandro. No and, and when you when you hear a name like that, that ending in Ishvili, what country is he from? Turkey? I don't no, know. Georgia. Georgia? Okay. All, all of those guys, like the guy in Illinois, was it uh, Georgie? Oh, they're, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. They're all, anything, anytime you hear something end in Ishvili, it's almost always okay, a Georgia. fine. I'm scared now. I really... Cl- No, Clippers forward Robert Covington. Uh, Tennessee State. Yes. I thought it, I thought that one might slip through the cracks. I was thinking Middle Tennessee for a second, then I was like, no. All right. Okay, finally, Detroit forward Eugene Omarui. Oh! Omarui. Rutgers? No. no. Okay, there's an Omarui on, on Rutgers now. Cliff, that's Cliff Omarui. Oh, I got him confused. Yes, I made him get the wrong Omarui. As his was my, it was my strategy the entire time. He Eugene Omarui went to Oregon. Okay. All, All right. right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That that might have been my first ever one for three. Really? It, I I I don't know. Probably close to it. But we'll see. Okay. All right. You Your ready? turn. Yes. Let's do it. Okay, starting with former Blazers guard Lionel Hollins. Oh my God, Lionel Hollins played in the eighties. He coached. Oh, God. that's that's a deep cut for a college. What are you supposed to do? Oh, Sandro Mamamushvili. Deep cut. Okay, Lionel Hollins. He went to LaSalle. I don't. Arizona State. Okay. Clippers forward Michael Brooks. Who? He was a forward for the Clippers. Let me let me see. Michael Brooks. Yeah. Let me pull up his numbers. I, I, I don't think I've ever heard of it. Well, some of the Michael Brooks. Nineteen eighty one to nineteen eighty eight. Oh Jesus. Come on. He 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 opted to play in France from 1989 until the rest of his career. Averaged 13, 6, and 2. In France? No, in the NBA. Michael Brooks. Does he have any awards? Yeah, no. player I've never heard of award. He, he went to Florida State. He went to LaSalle. No, he didn't! <laughs> <laughs> that's no why, way! That's why I paused after that first one. Because... I, 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 I was like, wait, what? And then something on that piece of paper got through to me that there was LaSalle on there. Do you have Bluetooth in your giant ass forehead? Sorry. <laughs> I, sorry. You gave, you, gave, you gave me the same thing as well as the forehead vein. So, oh, yeah. 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 You, I look like my mother, but you gave me the, gave that's me the right. forehead that, That's vein. where the brain right. power comes from. What um, brain power? What, crossword puzzles and... And uh, and knowing where people went to college for me. All right. Finally, this I think you should get this one. Former Mavs forward Jay Vincent. Oh, I know this. 
Michigan State. Yes. He was a good player. Yeah, he so. was. Well, it's also he was on some of the Magic teams, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's how I remember it. Michigan State. Okay. Well, I got one. That's all right. Okay. That is organizations win championships. And we thank you for joining us. We urge you and exhort you to subscribe, to rate it, to review it, to make a printed flag of it and put it in a flag holder outside your house to show your pride in it. It'd be, it'd look better than a family divided Northwestern and Rutgers flag. <laughs> yes. Which is actually in the Lincoln Square neighborhood. Which a house divided Northwestern. And, and, and if and you're Rutgers. listening to this, I hope we have no, I, I hope you know we have no ill intentions. We just kind of found it hilarious and may have made fun of you just a little bit. So. And we'll continue to do so. Yes, because, yes. because I think funny. we know who the idiot in that family is. Stop. Well, wait till we get our Denison Bucknell a house. Well, divided. those are very comparable schools, I guess. Well, one's Division Three and one's Division One, though. That's true. So they're not. I'm, say, I'm saying academically and environment yes, wise, for the most part, yes. they're all right. So, like this podcast, love this podcast, dedicate your life to this podcast, and we will get you next time.